0: Open your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 15. And while while you're turning, I just want to remind you we're less than a week away from our our Pioneers of the Faith Banquet. That's this Saturday at 5 o'clock. We need all of you to come and to serve and honor our our seniors. Um, I'm going to be sending out a reminder again this week just, just to remind you I need you to be here. Kathy, do you need anybody in the kitchen to help beforehand or just to help serve? Okay, so if you can come and help cook, uh, if you'll see Kathy after the service, and if nobody volunteers, Kathy, let me know and I'll call some people. Appreciate it. We're gonna uh, honor our seniors and, and let them know about services, ways that that, uh, that if if they need somebody, uh, we can help we can help them that way. Anyway, uh, that's this week this weekend. Um, the parable of the prodigal son is, has got. Is known by a lot of different names. The parable of the two brothers, the lost son, uh, the loving father, the forgiving father. uh, It's probably the most well-known of all the parables that Jesus told and maybe the most loved. Uh, Oftentimes, we can find ourselves in one of the two brothers. Now, the word prodigal, the prodigal son, prodigal, uh, that word is an old English word. It means spendthrift. It means someone who's wasteful. A person who is senselessly and extravag—excuse me—I get it out in a minute—extravagantly self-indulgent. Now, the younger son in this parable is a classic illustration of a prodigal. In fact, if you look in a dictionary, you might see a picture of somebody that would look like him, or at least it should. Uh, he is selfish. He is—he thought only of himself and pleasure. He didn't want anything to do with anybody else but himself. He is the prodigal. Now, I want you to notice this. Not all prodigals repent and turn to the father, but this one did. Let's stand in honor of God's word. We'll begin reading in Luke chapter 15 with the 11th verse. He also said, a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. I have Excuse me, give me the share of my, the estate I have coming to me. So he distributed the assets to them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered together all he had and traveled to a distant country where he squandered his estate in foolish living. After he had spent everything, a severe famine struck the, that country and he had nothing. Then he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. He longed to eat his fill from the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one would give him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food? And here I am dying of hunger. I'll get up, go to my father and say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired workers. So he got up and went to his father, but while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran, threw his arms around his neck, and kissed him. The the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father told his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then bring the fattened calf and slaughter it and let's celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field and as he came near the house, He heard music and dancing. So he summoned one of the servants, questioning him what these things meant. Your brother's here, he told him. And your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and didn't want to go in. So his father came out and pleaded with him. But he replied to his father, Look, I've been slaving many years for you, and I've never disobeyed your orders. Yet, you never gave me a goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your assets with prostitutes, you slaughtered the fattened calf for him. Sonny said to him, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. May God bless the reading of his holy word. You may be seated. The key to interpreting this parable is in verses one and two of chapter fifteen. And it verse two says, And the Pharisees and scribes were complaining. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Jesus was accused by the religious leaders of his day of being a sinner. That's one. One way, they wanted to discredit Jesus and his ministry because he hung out with people that they considered to be sinners. By the way, the Pharisees rejected the idea that Jesus was the Messiah or the Son of God, and they persecuted anyone that believed that. And so Jesus told in in chapter 15 three parables, not just one, but three. The first parable was about a man who had 99 sheep. Now, listen to the way Jesus drew his listeners in. What man among you who has ninety nine, a has hundred sheep, one of them goes missing, doesn't go out and find the one. He drew him in. Uh, and, and the parable goes on. He went out and he found the one and brought it back, and he, he wanted to celebrate with everybody. In fact, verse, verse 7 says, I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who don't need repentance. Well, then he told a second parable about a woman who had 10 coins and had lost one of them. Now, I've heard other preachers say that, that the, this was her dowry. And because she lost one coin, she couldn't get married until... So- oh, thank you.